Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio. You are now listening to Nerd Thug Radio. How long can I go? <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for that. It's too much. Yay. Too much? I'm the Captain Joey Yay. Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Special guest back in the studio once again. One half of the Super Smashing Boys. Hey, it's Zach. Hey. <laughs> Zach. Zach. Man, this, Zach. You guys, this, this studio is great. It's it's pro. We're, you yeah. guys are we're, killing we're, it. We're coming up. No pump. Last time I was here, I sat on the floor. Right. Before we get too deep, <laughs> you're now listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. Yes, the stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And, and Facebook.com. Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And, and uh, NerdThugRadio.com. And the website, NerdThugRadio.com. And, and then Twitter. At NerdThugRadio. And, and then Instagram. Joey.Savage15. And what about for the ladies? For the ladies. For the ladies. That's the Corey DLG Okay, Cupid site. That's right. That's right. Bada That's right, boom. Hit Those it guys up. in the room. Hit it up. Be desperate and lonely like me. Hit it so up. okay. Oh yeah. Can't stop. Before <laughs> before we some, get into, I read this. something that ninety nine percent of new relationships are now formed online. Oh hey, this? so this That's is true. uh yeah. you're doing it right. I'm doing I'm doing it right, ladies. You yeah. heard it here ladies. first, ladies. I find myself ladies. doing it a lot now, ladies. So I've kind of so ruined conversation for you. But I, when I'm talking to guys, I have learned at work there is no way to say hey ladies without sounding like a creep. <laughs> Ladies, but you work with a bunch of ladies, right? Like, there's, I say, like, there's so females in your all, but you work with like two women that three. Literally, I'm the only guy in the office, right? Sometimes, sometimes, which is awkward, right? When the other guy's having his menstruals, then you're the only guy in the office. Exactly, right. conversation's awkward because, like, I feel like neither one of you is building towards a point. Well, <laughs> no, I was gonna say you work with a lot of women, so you know exactly now how to not sound creepy, but that's never helped you. Mm. Yeah, touche. That's accurate, right? Very I, accurate. Because I've known you since 12, and you've never not sounded like the creep. Which is weird, because, like, I'm good at words. Words so good, are my thing I'm sorry, say to that again. do and good be. Good at, good at creepy words. <laughs> Which is weird, because I'm good at words. What well, is Final weird. answer. I have a huge vocabulary. <laughs> I, it's, it's because I don't process how something could be creepy till somebody brings it much hmm. to my attention. Like so. HR. Uh. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> okay, before we get going any further in this show, I'm just going to ask Zach one question. Go on. When Corey was bashing cable and you were not here to help me. Yeah, dude. And you listened to that show. Broke my heart. How did that make you feel? So angry. This is this is your opportunity <laughs> like, to get back I'm at not, him. Get him. Like, I know you guys call me angry, Zach. Get him. But, like, I don't get angry very often. But, like, I was listening to the show while driving to Louisiana for Thanksgiving, right? And I'm and I'm sitting in the car with my wife, and I'm screaming at you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, Court doesn't know what he's talking about. None of you know what you're talking about. This needs to be a call-in show just so I can call and yell at you people. <laughs> you know you're the second person to say that, the first person being my mom. You're the worst person I know. <laughs> it's the exact same again. Second person to say that, the first person being my mom. Cable... <laughs> I can't believe you have so much bad things to say For about those the of Ascani you son. who don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know when to stop laughing. Oh. And Bishop, really? I just, I hate, I hate them both. You're dumb. For those of you who have never witnessed the Is beauty that, of the Zach attack. It's like a seizure with words. Go that's, to the that's, website. That's, that's. Nerdthugradio.com. Click on the rant section. <laughs> and there's a random video of Corey and Zach going, uh, I don't know even, 
what a good word to explain this. Corey's just defending himself. Zach is going crazy. <laughs> that, All over what, time travel. That's what that was every like 10 minutes into the trip. That's what every <laughs> instigator always says. I was just defending myself. I don't know why you got so angry. Right. You, you know why. Nico, I'm just glad yeah. I turned the video on. It was, it was good. It was oh, a golden. Man. Oh, my God. Also on that trip, um, Zach, you, you self-cured your lactose intolerance. Yeah, stuff. I thought I was lactose intolerant for a couple of weeks there a while back. Um, and, like, like that's not acceptable to me to be lactose intolerant no, for me you're, personally. You're right? If you are, guy. if you're out there and you are actually lactose intolerant, like I used to be, then I know it's a struggle <laughs> or whatever, but like I couldn't deal with it. So I forced my body to recover and <laughs> I have defeated my lactose intolerance. How now. did you force your body to recover? Right, Cause I want to be really clear on this. You're, you're trying to say you self heal self medicated. I, I, I do. In fact, he Wolverine my, himself. my body is in fact, a self-healing machine. He wolverine himself from lactose you mean like intolerance. Everybody just about. No, 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 no. He's actually saying that like if we gave him a disease that currently is uncurable, he would generate a cure for it. I don't know that. He'd but I do it. know that I was lactose intolerant and now I'm not. So what he's saying is government, give him some of that AIDS you've been sitting on. Whoa. Now you just went too deep. Is that? Yeah, that's oh. not the same. Speaking of AIDS, Corey. Like, I drank a bunch of milk to get over my lactose intolerance. Like, that's I not... don't know what the cure for my AIDS would be. I mean, it'd pretty much be your love life already, right? Wow. Boom! I'm married. <laughs> so speaking, speaking of, of which, my marriage was, my one-year anniversary was one week ago today. I, congrats, congrats. I wanted to say hello to my wife if she is listening, though I doubt it because she knows nope. nothing about what we discussed. So you hit the one-year mark. Don't feel bad. My mom Get ready. Uh, year two is the worst. That's nice. Prepare wow. yourself. Wow. Once you get through year two, it's... Smooth sailing. This is actually, he's actually said this many times to me. That's in, strange. In private conversation, he says year two is the worst year. Year two is the have. worst year. But after you get through that, the gold all good from there. You're We're going on nine years now. I think year two is the cotton anniversary. That's year probably one why. was the paper anniversary. Yep, yep. We are sticking to the traditional uh, I do that too. anniversary uh, gifts. So Last fun. year was, Wait. year eight is copper. Yeah. And so I bought her a Moscow Mule mug. Nice. Yep, yep. That's a good one. Okay, wait. So run me down what you guys know right here. So run me down the eight and back. Where, what are you talking about? Shoot. Okay, so I'm lost already. there's a traditional anniversary gifts for each for, one. For each one. Like, for each it's year. Not everyone. It's like the first, I want to say 15, and then it jumps to 20, and then 25. So she gets like the diamond anniversary and the gold and all that. So, but it's stuff. got like traditional themes for the gift. They have a, tr- it's a substance usually, right? Okay. Like, okay. so year, there's a traditional and a modern. Year one anniversary for traditional is paper. Okay. And then the modern is clocks, which I don't, the traditional and modern are in no way related. Year two is cotton, I think. Year three is leather. So you're supposed to get gifts that are kind of themed around this. So what do you get that's a cotton themed gift that's not just a t shirt? I don't know. I, I don't know. Paper I thought was going to kill me, but it didn't go too badly. No, yours was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. actually, that was a pretty good idea. Yeah. I'll give you full credit for that. Yeah. So whoever told you that was smart. I know. <laughs> yeah, so paper is year one. And then uh, year two is cotton, cotton, and then I think modern for year two is China, and then uh, leather is year three. Wait, yeah. why did why did modern become just a bunch of really expensive stuff when it, traditional was like materials? I don't, I don't know. That that's a that's a solid question. I don't know because it's a big they difference. And what's, and what's really screwed up is like when you get down the list, some of the modern things are repeats. the traditional things from previous years. Right. <laughs> right. It so was, it's all... So they're at least acknowledging that, hey, that wasn't a bad idea. Yeah, we'll just do it later. Let's do it later. Yeah. Like, because it's a big leap to go from paper to clocks. Also... It is. Considering cell phones, clocks are kind of irrelevant now. 
I don't know. I got a pocket watch on my wedding day for my for my wife. No, and those are like there's nice gifts. Yeah, but but oh but, wow, this year nine pottery. That's going to be so easy. Pottery nailed it. Isn't everything pottery nailed it? Yeah, because it pottery is just stuff that holds. Once stuff, you get right? to like five, it starts getting a little easier. Like it's wood and five, iron and six, copper and seven, bronze and eight, and then pottery, and then ten and tenth. Yeah. What's, what's Ooh, the I can't wait to get the thirteen. It's lace. Ladies. Yeah, you do like the panties. Ladies. You, you wear them well, sir. Thank Whoa. you. Thank you. Whoa. Speaking of love lives. Oh, yeah. DLG. Oh. <laughs> you told me a pretty awesome uh, dating story this I week. I did. I did. You called and asked my advice on it. Yeah. Which is which is unlike you. Well, because of how weird it was. Cause I, I'm this actually... guy calls me. We, we talk every day. Yeah. Multiple fair, times. Fair enough. And I come to him with my issues. He comes. I mean, we're like brothers. Yeah. Heterosexual life partners. So what I bring to him, a lot of times what I bring to him are simply the results of a, of a already asked, failed line of thought. And then I say, what would you have done? Then he asked me to diagnose them. Right. Uh, this, I literally felt zero responsibility. This was not my fault. I, which I, is, and for the one time in a long time, I, I kind of agree with him on this almost one. All, that's almost always true when you start a story that way. Right. Usually when people start a story, they say it's not my fault. They're lying. But this time. But a lot of times, to your, to my someone's credit he'll come to me like this is not my fault i'm like well you could have done this right you should have done this but this time i agreed wholeheartedly so it was not his fault so i'm on the okay cupid i meet a lady Ladies. we're hanging out what's okay cupid uh, it's, it's a dating one of, it's website one of the dating apps oh okay oh. so uh tinder is more like hey you're less than 10 miles away we should Look up. make an awful mistake with each other right now and then okay cupid is kind of a the website has matched the space on the questions we've answered this is like relationship potential. Mm. Um, I, I was kind of misusing the OKCupid okay because really it was Saturday night and I was bored. And on OKCupid, okay I can send messages even if we don't match. Um, Seems interesting. Right. Wholesome. Right. right. It was a little, I was being a little inappropriate. You should but, get on that Bumblebee. But anyway, you know, my only problem with the Bumblebee, and it's going to sound sexist, is that it's at the woman's prerogative. Correct. Um, but I'm old school when it comes to dating. Yeah. Because the biggest threat to women is men. Right. No. They should be driving the dating bus. Right. Men totally, and spiders. I totally understand the logic behind it. Why would it. any woman ever go out on a date with any I man? I don't know. I don't know why either. Like, I don't know why either. And a lot of times they'll say that. They'll be like, listen, I'd rather like, like to meet in a really public place the first time we hang out. And I'm always like, no, I get it. It's so I don't kill you. You know, but I was, I already bought the tarp. Uh, but so... But so basically, uh, I started texting this girl Saturday night, and we got to, she didn't want to hang out, but she was like, you know, let's, we already changed numbers, we're texting, and she's like, you seem really cool, we'll hang out sometime this week. And I was like, all right, cool. I took an extra initiative Sunday, and I broke my protocols, and I actually called her, partly because I was driving, and so I don't like to text while I drive, so I called her and was talking to her, we were having a nice conversation. And so then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go hang out with some family. Uh, she was running errands. Well, she, you said she told you she was busy, couldn't hang out. Right. And so you were like, okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with my family then because you are making yourself unavailable. Correct. Correct. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. You're welcome. So I then go hang out with my family. She says, I'm going to, uh, you know, I might call you later. And I said, all right, well, feel free. So anyway, uh, sure enough, I do see a missed call from her. Then about an hour after that, she does send a text that says, good night. Only that. So I reply, sorry, uh, kind of busy. Have a good night. We'll talk later. Uh, the next morning, I wake up to a text from her saying, I don't like being ignored, so kindly lose my number. So, like, she escalated the, like, propriety of the relationship. Like, it went from we barely talk 
to because I didn't take her call, we now can't speak ever again. And Zach, I see you're really wanting to chime in on this. We're going to take a quick break so you can collect your thoughts. And when we come back, Zach will respond to OK Cupid Girl. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is on FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, coming in June 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk show and music shows on YouTube and cable TV, we are offering special sponsorship rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcasts. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like this one you're listening to right now online at IRLoneStar.com sponsor. Or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. As we uh, jumped out to the break last segment, Corey DLG was explaining this very awkward dating exchange. I call it dating because modern dating is now. If you're texting yeah, someone, no, you're modern dating. Yeah, I feel like we. I feel like I modern dated this girl. If you're modern if you're texting dated, someone or yeah. messaging them a lot, yeah, that's considered modern dating. Yeah, we modern dated all over each other. Good, we, very good. We got modern dating. Now Zach was very thorough in his facial expressions that he wanted to right. elaborate. Now, do I need to, do I need to like run a timeline? Do you think timeline? Give us the Sports Center version. So the Sports Center version was Saturday. We texted. Sunday, I escalated to a phone call. Uh, I missed her. Call back. We spoke when I called. She was going to call me later. I missed it. I hung out with family. I made that clear in my combo that that's what I was going to do. I wake up to a text from her saying, because I ignored her, essentially now she doesn't want anything to do with me. Did you reply to her after that text? I did. What did you say? Uh, I said, I said, oh, well, you know, I thought I made it clear. Maybe I didn't. I was hanging out with family, and so that's why I didn't take the call. Uh, to which, apparently, that wasn't a good reason. It wasn't good enough. No. I, if you want, I can give you the. I can uh, let me find it here. I can give no, you. That's okay. You don't have to do that. Yeah, we, uh, it's graphic. No one cares about it's that. Graphic. <laughs> it's graphic. Is she furious? She just wasn't. I don't, you know what? I don't think. I don't. It's tough to read because it's it's text. So Zach, I don't know whose fault is this. I don't know. I, I got it. Is for once Corey not at fault for ruining the dating this. relationship? Provided nothing is being left out of this story, which I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. It seems like this was a wild overreaction, right? Okay. And, so it, let me give you so, let me give you the so exchange much, here. It's it it reads like so much of an overreaction that maybe she wasn't really that into it from the beginning and right. used this as a kind and of maybe an this, perhaps that's that's what I said. My right. my response was sometimes when people are looking for an out, they'll use anything and overreact to it to get themselves it's, out. It's of it. weird though to need an Which, out for such well, a casual yeah, but, encounter. But people need right. outs. But people need outs. Right. Yeah. People so, need people need outs to make them feel like it wasn't their fault. Fair enough. She felt like she was ignored. Dr. Joey right. Savage. So let me, okay. Man, you know, she makes it really hard to agree with you because I want to agree with you. Doc, wow, doctor. Okay. So this is what I wake up to. I assume you, are interest, you aren't interested, so I won't bother you. So my reply is, not at all. That's really not the case. I visit my dad in the Copperfield area kind of infrequently, so I tend to kind of ignore my phone when I'm there, and that's where I was headed last night. Her reply is, it's all good. Have a happy holidays. I said, okay, so is this you saying I shouldn't bother you? And I put bother in quotes. And she put, you kind of fell into the crowd, so yeah. I said, okay, well, it was nice to meet you. She said, LOL, yeah, this is when it gets ugly. Next time, act like you care. 
What does that even mean? Right. Right. So I re- I can't handle that. I'm not going to let you like, you're not going to be passive aggressive, so then you negative went, Nancy. Then you went Corey DLG on her? I, I just went DP. You know what I mean? Like, I just I just went straight D-pick right in there. I just sent it right to her. Boom. Right. This is what you missed out on, lady. <laughs> Ladies. No, um, no I, I immediately, my reply is, I called you. That's generally a sign of interest. Uh, she said, not when being ignored follows. I said, I honestly think you're overreacting, but that's fine. Her reply to that is, dating just sucks now. I said, LOL, yeah, it does, but you can't honestly expect a callback right away every time when something is new. I don't value you over my family yet. I don't know you. Valid point. Sure. Her reply is, all right, then. I'm sorry I bothered you. Good luck. Good luck. What does that mean? Yeah. That means good luck in the dating world of cyber dating. Either that or she's going to murder me, and she's wishing me luck in the ensuing escapades. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I I don't like this broad. Yeah. So kind of a huge overreaction, right? Yeah. Seems very intense. Exactly. Because it wasn't like I was like, baby, I love you. What are we doing? It was more like a, how was your day? This is what I did today. Let's find common interest in this conversation. Burp, 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 it is burp, weird burp, that burp. you called her, though. That's real intimate in this day and age. It is. Calling is. So yeah, I, so I, maybe that's why she was confused. Maybe she thought you guys communicated by phone. Like, no. Calls. Oh, like like I had upgraded it now right. only to calls. Yeah. Yeah, but, 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 but there was still like very clear intent that he wasn't going to be able to answer. Well, but just because you miss a call, you can't automatically write right. someone off in less than twenty four hours. Like, what if I was? I mean, what if something? Like, emergency? what if you got called into work? Right. What if you were sleeping? Right. What if you were at your dad's house visiting family like a good son? Or what if what if my wife was there and I couldn't answer the exactly. phone because they want to get caught cheating? Perfect. Mm. Right. Have some respect. Jeez. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Put some respect on my. Can name. we talk about a female that you really like? It's yeah, weird. absolutely. Really Margot cool. Robbie. Oh, I'm in. Whatever we're talking about. So just this week, it's announced. She's, she's coming on the show? <laughs> that would be amazing. If we get Margot Robbie ever, <laughs> we I don't, made like, it. I don't we know made what to it. tell you guys. We made it big. Well, not only did we make it big, but I'm quitting. That's, You're quitting? I'm going to get myself fired that day. If so we get Margot Robbie, I'm going to get myself fired because I'm going to make an absolute <laughs> fool of myself. So there's a new movie they've announced it this week. I saw Suicide Squad on the plane back from Norway. What would you think? you think Margot Robbie was amazing? Man. The answer is yes. I mean, she was so amazing. They're going to do another movie. I think DC dropped the ball again. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad was only, I think we talked about it after it came out. Yeah. It was only, I know I'm way behind on this one because I refuse. Like, like I saw it on a plane and people still walked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good line. That's pretty good. Oh, I stole that from somewhere. That's not original. Me. <laughs> I saw it on the internet. That's pretty good though. But Margaret yeah. Robbie, DC, David Ayer, they're doing a new movie. It's going to be called DC's Gotham City Sirens. Okay, that was an old comic book. Right. Yeah. So I think I know de- what we're talking they're about. They're going to develop that story into a movie with uh, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Margot Robbie. Can, can and I... they're fast-tracking it. Oh, man. Okay. So it's right. it's coming pretty quickly. Like, I think... 2012. Coming out of this movie, <laughs> <laughs> coming out of this movie, they wanted to do a Suicide Squad 2. Yes. They wanted to do something with Margot Robbie. They're right. definitely they wanted, doing Suicide Squad 2. And they wanted right. to do a spinoff with Deadshot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're Will Smith, best rapper alive. All of those things are happening, but right. they're fast tracking the Margot Robbie one and doing that first before the other two. But they've not casted uh, as Catwoman t- or Poison. As of today, I heard that they are in talks. Possibly. Wait, 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 wait! Before you say, let me, let me, let me throw my names out there. Go, Poison Ivy, Christina Hendricks. Nope. With with, I could get on that. Yeah, tell uh, me I you wouldn't want to watch Catwoman? that movie. I can see that. Cast. You have a Catwoman? Yeah. Okay, my Catwoman would be Selena Gomez. Not even close. Where Where is DC in their own film continuity? 
Like, who knows know. at so this point. So, are the Christopher Nolan Batman... Yeah, they don't count anymore. They don't okay. count. Yeah. Like, they they, could, have, they could have been easily inter- like, They're intertwined. Re- what, they about, didn't. what about the pre-Man of Steel Superman? What was the movie right before Man of Steel? The one with Brandon Ruth, who is now uh, the Which Adam. Which was technically a sequel... To, what? like, the last Superman when he left, right? It was technically a sequel to Superman 1. Right. So, when Brian Singer made that movie, he said Superman 2 through 38 don't count anymore. Right. Like, so it was Superman this 1. This is why I hate DC. Right. They keep just rebooting. Yeah. It was supposed to be Superman 1 and then his movie. And then it did so badly that Man of Steel came out. Man of Steel was like just our movie. Well, granted. Okay. So the reason I ask is so Catwoman is very definitely not going to be the Catwoman from. Yeah. It will it's not, not be gonna be Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Right. right. But not even that character. No. no. Okay. What about Halle Berry? That's, that's not even oh. something you want to talk about. Yeah. I think we should cast Halle Berry. Halle Berry and Sirens of Gotham. She's in the Gotham TV City show Sirens. Gotham. She's in the TV show Gotham. No, that's... Oh, that's Jada, right? Yeah, that's yeah, Jada. Definitely not they look in the, the same. TV show Halle Gotham. Berry is not doing TV. Wow. <laughs> Halle Berry does TV. Are you kidding me? She did the, she did the Alien show on I don't Extent. Wanna, I don't yeah. The show was so good. Was it? It was really good. No, I don't know. It wasn't. If I it was really it. good, it'd still be on. Yeah, I think... It is on. I think TV... I think it was two seasons. I think TV with Halle Berry is a bad idea. You think so? Yeah, because really the only thing people... Never mind, I can't say that. So anyways, they've thrown a name out so far for Hell, Poison Ivy. Her Halle only Perry. real talent is the big screen. Who um, Monsters okay. Ball. So who's who's uh, who's Poison Ivy? They've thrown out a name. Don't know how, how serious it is or how much the talks are in, but it's the first name thrown out. Poison Ivy, Megan Fox. Boo. Okay, uh, okay, so hold on. They're fast-tracking this movie, and they're just now like, hey, we, we, may need, we may need some main characters. Here's my... Uh, here, okay, man, like... What do you think about that? There's... I, I'm, okay, I'm going to say this at the risk April of alienating every female who's ever even thought about listening to our show. The Gotham City Sirens was a very sapphic, semi-lesbian. Yeah. It toyed very hard with hard with the idea that Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy were part-time friends and lovers. And like being old bar industry, I've seen a lot of girls like this. Like, but with their best friend, they kind of toy with that. Oh, do we? You don't know? Ha ha ha. And it's funny and it's cute. In a DC movie, I feel like they're going to take that the wrong way. And I really think casting Megan Fox in there, while visually I'm in, like I'm not turning that off for a second. I don't think Megan Fox has ever been good in a movie. That, I don't think she's a very good actress, but I don't think she has to be to do what she does. Right. For the I, movie she's been in, she right, does not have right. to do April that. April O'Neil doesn't have to say one line correctly for it to be a great turtle movie. The girl from Transformers did not either. Right. No. Right. But here's the thing. Because that was all I, Shia LaBeouf. Right. As much as I didn't like Suicide Squad, I thought Margot Robbie played that role very, very well. Exactly. I think it was a I think it was a terrible movie because it was a DC movie. <laughs> but I, I do think yeah. I I do think Margot Robbie had the cha- chops to to do a great job with Harley Quinn. And so here's the risk you run. When you do this kind of movie, either she's going to be the the cornerstone of Gotham City Sirens, and it doesn't matter who the other two women are, which I guess they're hoping on, or they're going to cast people who they think are at the same level as Margot Robbie, whether in hotness or whether in actor skills or whatever, and it's going to look absurd because she is going to wildly outact the other. One. I really think I they agree. should go I Margot agree. Robbie lead and two no name or up and coming right. actresses Wild, in those just spots, unknowns. Right. But right. I, I think if they okay, I like think there's going to be like, you know they should cast is uh, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones as Catwoman. Oh, that would be totally. She different. the young one. Yeah, that would be totally different though. Right. Let let her be under Harley Quinn's wing. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like she she catch like she they cross paths early and she's teaching her to be a thief. Right. 
that would be that and would be an let the poison let the poison ivy thing start out as them fighting over the same thing or and then they being right. heads over something like it it's weird right like you would almost need to build it as a mentor mentee movie and so, then uniting against a common enemy that turns out maybe it's not so bad but like i said like it i don't know i I think or Megan they're just Fox, gonna all be girlfriends. I think Megan Fox is garbage. Right, and I think that's gonna. I think that's I, terrible. Man, I hate to say that about a human being, but she's, she's awful. She's not. She hasn't really proven herself to be an accomplished actress in anything she's in. So she's it's, not, it's not that unfair. good looking. You're wrong about that. I do believe <laughs> she's absolutely wrong. Gorgeous black bears. But man, I don't know. I don't, if they put her in this movie, this movie will suddenly become about. It'll look like a Carl's Jr. commercial. Like it'll just right, be about. Right. The two of them just rubbing all over each other. Right. I want more possible. Margot Robbie right. fighting Suicide being Squad cool. and being right. no, fighting yeah. and all stuff. I don't yeah. want right. with love depth, scenes. Like with the depth of character. I don't want love scenes. Like, I mean, I do want a love scene. I don't need it. I mean, like, I, I, like you have no idea how different the two heads in my, the two voices in my head are right now. I'm going to go on record <laughs> saying this. DC has one more chance movie-wise with me, and then I'm done with them. So is it Justice League? Is it's, that it? I'll is give Justice, Justice League make or break? I'll give Justice League a shot, but... I got nothing. All I right. got nothing good All to right. say about DC, and I'll tell you why in a little while. Stay tuned. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The Siesta Stations. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. True. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. I believe you. Thank you. And you are? Oh, I'm Corey DLG. Thank you. And over there? Nico DLG. What about you, special guest? Hey, I'm Zach. And this is Zach. Just Zach. Z-A-C-H. Zach. That's not how you spell my name. That is not the Zach attack at all. You can call me Zach Attack. The Zach Attack. It's just the Zach. One half. The Zach. The Zach. The ZMFB. Hey, remember? Do you remember your first attempt at a radio uh, nickname? Yeah, Zach Catastrophe. What's up? No. <laughs> oh no, I don't oh. remember it then. Yeah. Do you remember we were in College Station? We just back when you and I were trying to start a publishing company a million yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. And we we got us on the radio at A and M. Right. So we basically broke. Stavro Mueller Beta. We shout out if that's still a thing. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. We basically broke into their radio station overnight. And there was a guy doing like the overnight radio there, okay. and we, and it uh, was a hardcore nerd radio show. Yeah. It had to have been like because like piles name, of tapes. Because the name of this guy's show was Stavro Mueller Beta, which if any of you are Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans, that is a very very specific but obscure reference to a restaurant in that book series. <laughs> and I immediately knew what the name of his radio show was, and so I opened the door when he was playing a song, and I was like, "I dig the name of your show." He was like, <laughs> "Do you want to be on the radio?" <laughs> So Zach introduced a song yes. under the name Zach Atomic. <laughs> really? Yeah. I oh, like that. Though. That's, that's lame. No, that's pretty good. <laughs> Zach Atomic. Zach Atomic. Because mm, I didn't know what lame. he was going to say. I was I was ready. I was like, I was like, is he really going to go on the radio? Because like Zach, you have your moments where 
you're outgoing, and then you also have your moments where you're not. And I was like, he's going to choke. And no, I'm didn't. really good when people can't see me. Right, like you nailed it. But you, what what he said was because I almost corrected him when he said it out loud. But then I was like, oh, I'm not ready. I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he goes, this is Zach Atomic, and you're listening to, and then he did this whole little thing. Zach Atomic, I, I love it. For a while there, I was going to be a DJ. Zach catastrophe, all one word, right? Because the last letter of my first name is a C, so it's going to be just. But yeah, Zach okay. Atomic. I don't remember that. I remember being on the radio. I don't remember. My, yeah, that was what you threw out. That's a good one. I like Zach. Stavro Mueller Beta. Take you back, right? (laughs) Did you forget about that until I mentioned it? No, no, no. I I tell everybody that story. It's the (laughs) only good thing I have to say about (laughs) A&M. Like, literally. That's fair. Like, you probably won't be able to get through Conroe anymore uh, safely. My wife went to A&M, and one of her good friends, she went, and her husband went. I like like her friend and her husband a lot. Like, they're good people. I like their kids. They're, They're great. But, man... Like I am over some A and M. Like you didn't. Like, you don't like. I get so tired of care. hearing that whole whoop. Right. Over <laughs> and over and over again. And it's really dope because I don't. You guys know. Like I don't care about sports. Right. Like I'm not at a sports all. guy. At I'm all. not interested in watching sports. I'm not interested in talking about sports. I'm not interested in feigning interest in sports when I talk to other men. No. But like I do love it every year. It's, it's, since LSU's been or since A and M's been in the SEC, LSU, which is my alma mater plays A&M, and they've beaten them every year. And I just sit quietly when they're all talking about A&M playing LSU. I'm like, all right, because I don't care, but I love to rub it in their faces when they lose. <laughs> which, which makes it worse, I think, for people who really like sports. <laughs> who really like sports and know how much you do not like sports. Right, like right. They, they care a lot, and then you don't care at all, and then you get the gratification even right. though they care a lot. Right. Yeah. Like, no, I really dig That's sp- got to make people angry. Yeah. Well, I really dig I, sports. I have to make people angry. You do. You do. It's, you it's, you it's, do. Uh, we, we get emails and phone calls. We do. And text messages. At one point on one of these shows, if I come back, I'll have to give you guys, I'll run through what my what I consider a sport, what my definition of a sport is. Just go down. And all of the things that aren't. Just go. What What's your definition of a it, sport? It, this pisses a lot of people off. I don't think anything is a sport in which the performance of one one or one of the opposing forces can directly influence how well the other one does. You don't think that's a sport? Those are the only things I think are sports. Okay. No, I'm with you. So yeah. like anything where it's a race or a time trial or something where you go by yourself first and then the other person you're playing against goes. So golf, bowling, swimming, racing, none of these things are sports. Competitions. Well, what, circuit what, racing would be. Sir, right. I don't know enough about NASCAR, and I've said this for uh-huh. years, and I've not had any inclination or interest right. in in. But because know, the cars are all more. on the track together, and they can right. hit each other right. and things like that. Right. Okay. And it makes people really angry because what people hear when I say that these are not sports is that, is that I am not impressed by what these, ath- these people can do, right. these athletes can do, or that these things are easy. I don't think swimming is a sport. I don't. It's a I, competition? I think it's an un, yes. I, it, I that's would say a good, you, a game. A, a game. game or a competition. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's unreal, the athleticism of these people. It's really hard to call a bowler an athlete. But I don't consider... Right. Or darts. Or right. darts. Right. If, or poker players. Right. If bowling is a sport, then what isn't? Right. right. No, and actually, it you and I... It makes people really, really mad. You and I are on the same page here because I think if you can't actively defend your position right then what you're doing isn't a sport it is right. it is a athletic competition endeavor. right if if the if what you're doing would be in no way different if you were doing it by yourself right it's not a competition it's right. not a sport and some people say well pressure matters so like golf should that, be relevant because everyone's watching and i said yeah but everyone's and, watching but you're the, doing the same thing like you can literally roll it over to monday or tuesday or like 
and the that's day fair. you play is irrelevant. And that's fair. And, and, and I've played sports, and that's what really throws people about my not having any interest in that's watching true. You sports. You were a pretty good football player. I played football for years, like 10 years. I played every sport under the sun in Little League, all that stuff. I've done it all. But, like, I, I – and I can say definitively that, yeah, pressure for sure plays an – plays a role in how well you perform. There's all kinds of pressure in competitions. Right, right. Right. The pressure can just as easily be in your head, though. Right. And so it, I don't... So yeah. is the pressure There's, from a spelling bee like, yeah, no, they, I, Are they athletes because they're... Because they're competing in the competing pressure? In I, think it's ath- pressure? I think it's athletic. I, I do think they're athletes. I don't think they're sportsmen. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. So athlete doesn't transition to playing a sport. No. Sports count now. That's official. They're and, a sport. Right. And what, re- what really starts to get people is when I start to list the things I do consider sports and the things I don't. Like, people get furious about when I say racing or swimming isn't a sport. Anything that's timed, generally, to me, is not a sport. I think that's it's a, it's a broad rule, and it's not my exact definition, but I've used it as a general rule of thumb. Yeah. If time plays any kind of factor... And like, how well you do, then it's not a sport. But, but not, like, I think fencing is a sport, and that pisses people right off. Well, in the Olympics, how is that not a sport? Nothing in, nothing no, in no, the Olympics. Yeah. Almost no. nothing in the Olympics is a sport to me. Right? Except is, for basketball. I hate the Olympics. Bowling, basketball. Curling is not a sport. I love Soccer. The Olympics. Uh, but track and no, field is I, not a sport. I kind of disagree with you on curling, because in curling, I can knock your disc or whatever out of the circle. Oh, I, I can I directly could, influence. Oh, yeah. you're right. You can. So is pool a sport? No. Why you're, you're playing uh, yeah, against someone? Pool plays the same way as shuffleboard, basically. Yep. So and curling. There, there's a caveat to my definition. Ping pong. There's a caveat to my definition. Ping it pong also has to be an overly athletic nope. event. Now nope. you just got now too many. Yeah, you've got too me. many uh, standards. Fair too enough. many rules. Fair enough. Okay, but then by your logic, by your definition, though, poker is a sport. Because how well I play can directly influence how well you play. Agreed. And I can't play I'll poker by myself. So Agreed. you're going to consider poker a sport. Yeah. You can play poker by yourself. Yes. Yes. Can. Ri- you can ri- play against the dealer. Risk is not a sport. Poker is not a sport. <laughs> risk. How do we go from poker to risk? Risk it's a is game. a sport. It's a game. Risk is a sport. Risk is a sport. It's not athletic. <laughs> you don't break a sweat doing it unless you're fat like me. Well, sometimes you break a sweat from the pressure. Anyway. So you have to break a sweat to pressure. be a sport? No, you don't have to necessarily break a sport, but it has to be, there has break to be sport. some element of physical exertion. Esports. <laughs> right, because esports is now um, a competitive and real they event. They play it at a wild that is. Uh, Video game sports. No. 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 But it actively defends. That's that's and so the reason I don't consider that a sport is because, because there's lack not a of physical athletic. component. Okay, all right, okay. There's no athleticism required. You gotta have good okay. uh, finger dexterity. True, and speed. and if you were born without your thumbs, you are far less likely to be an e athlete. Yep, yep, yep. You have to have good stamina to last a long time. Mm. Just, yeah, those matches are really mm. long. you last a long time. Just speaking so of video games, know, I did not think this was the direction the show was going to take. No, it's today. awesome. <laughs> but speaking of video games, Nico, pack your bags. Where are we going? 2020, we're going to Japan. I'm ready. It's pronounced yappin'. Yappin'? The J is crazy. Me and Nico, we're going to Japan. You want to know why? Why? Universal Studios Japan will be opening Super Nintendo World. Did you just say in 2020? Is that what 2020, you said? 2020, yeah. It's going to be three years from now. So th- is it Super Nintendo World or yeah. Nintendo World? No, it's Super Nintendo World. So is the world super or is it a world for Super Nintendo only? Okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. I because wanna... if it's Super Nintendo World, like the console Super Nintendo, yes. I'm all about it. Yes. But if it's just a super world for everything that's Nintendo, I'm less interested. I'm, I'm assuming the latter. It's um, from, the, from, the concept, <laughs> from the concept concept art, it looks like it will be based upon Super Mario Brothers, the first Mario Brothers for Super Nintendo. Okay. And so I want to say Mario that World. it's gonna, Super Mario World. So I, I want to say that it's uh, 
based on the Super Nintendo console. Can I can I tell you this though? That'd be dope. Me and Nico are going. That's fine. You guys get excited. Pack your bags. I'm Mario not going. Park. We're going. I like, I like We're the going. Idea. And if they don't do this, Universal Studios Japan, listen up because this is your chance to get it right. Don't drop the ball like DC consistently does. <laughs> you need to have a couple of real world Mario Kart tracks set up. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. that would be if amazing. That, if that doesn't happen, you are no longer a player on the world stage. <laughs> that would you, be awesome. You, you will, totally have those you will lose your, too. You will, right. You could set up the battle mode right. easily. Well, I was if thinking this like you doesn't can, happen. I want to go down tubes and I want to ride a Yoshi. Ambassadorship. <laughs> I was thinking like you could make it digitally shoot a red shell and like it would pause one of the go karts motors for a few seconds or yeah. throttle yeah. so that you could pass All it. of these things are doable. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So here's my problem with that Mate. though. Yeah, go ahead. Um Dr. Seuss had a themed world at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure or was it yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. Okay. There was a Dr. Seuss theme world when it opened. Um, and they made it, they were very detailed and very determined to make it like Dr. Seuss, the Whovilles and all that. Okay. So it was slanty and melty and like it had the look of all the different cities. You had green eggs and ham for breakfast. Right. It had the look of the cityscapes of Dr. Seuss Town, which made me like visually uncomfortable. Like, I got almost, like... Dizzy? Yeah, like, almost dizzy, because, like, the buildings were kind of leaning, and everything sort of... Everything looked like it was kind of droopy and melted a little, because that's how Dr. Seuss drew everything. I don't know how I would feel if I was standing, like, in a pixelated environment like that. Like, I think that would be off-putting, because that was very off-putting. What if it's not pixelated? Right, and Super Nintendo is where they cross that line from pixelated to not. Well, but the early stuff was still very... Not 8-bit, but 8-bit-ish, like, looking... A little like like Super Mario World didn't look. It, it wasn't awesome. pretty. It wasn't pretty like the later Mario stuff. I don't know. Like I said, it, Mario Kart alone makes this if, worth. If exploring. I can walk through a Mario World, yeah, I'm down. That's I'm awesome. I'm, I'm down. I'm and meet Princess Peach. I was about to say, can I rescue my own princess? Ooh, they should wait. use this as an intro, also to start cloning Yoshi's. That's a good idea. Oh, I would ride a Yoshi. Let's oh, ride out to a break. <laughs> if you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, coming in June of 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Uh, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yo! Yo. Uh, we, this segment, we're going to get into a little bit of Star Wars action. All right. Talk a little right. Star Wars. Uh, Rogue One just hit over the weekend. Yeah. And so, Corey, before we get started, before we get anywhere else, before we do yes. anything, okay. you, neither one of us have seen the movie. Nope. 
And you have a theory about where it's going? I, I do. I haven't either. So put it down your theory, and I'm then we'll, we'll come back next week and figure it out. Okay. So here's my theory. You guys, I, Super Smashing Boys? Yeah. Break it down. Yeah. Fully focused, guys. Someone really important is on the this mic is, now. This is the DLG. Drake's blessing the mic, y'all. Okay. Bada boom. So here's my thought. Yeah, uh, let me finish. A, I think everyone dies. I think I think every care I think every one of the characters they introduce dies. I can see that happening. And B, uh, I think they die. Like each of them is going to get like a big heroic moment, music and orchestra, and each of them sacrifice. I think like, that's the way you have to go. Like the last hour of this movie is going to be brutal. I think, I think it's, that's I think the it's way two you and a half hours, go. and I bet the I first can... ninety minutes is like I love everyone, and the last hour you're like, why did they just do that? I can see it being like the the four big leads, whoever they end up being, it being like an Order sixty six scene from. Uh... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, oh, yeah. where like it's just one cut from one yeah. cut to yeah. another. That's, and just that'd be well, what's interesting is in one of the trailers, one of them says like "keep the belling alive," and then it immediately gets like stomped by like an AT. Yeah, I think I think Force Whitaker is like keep keep yeah like, like long live and then he dies. Yeah, well, you have to because there's no sequel to this movie. Well, there's not, and, and the producers just said don't expect to see these characters in other places because this movie is basically the how they stole the plans when you go into a New Hope. Correct. <laughs> That's Correct. what I was wondering. Right. Is this is this, this is the prequel to New Hope? This is. Based is this upon the story of the thief of the plant, this I is the, many boffins died to get those plans. Uh, yeah, they so here's here's now the fun part. The fun maybe part, so yeah. So here's the fun part now that Disney owns Lucasfilms and, and can go through and just do whatever they want now. Really worried about that. They're gonna just kind of play with things. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fit films into continuity. They're gonna do some things like I really think you're gonna see like five Boba Fett films, no. even though Boba Fett. Barely plays a role I don't in think any of these movies. So the next one will be the Han Solo. Right. And I I prequel. I really think that's what's about these prequels is this one, it's how they stole the plans to the Death Star. Right. So you're not gonna see these characters again. This, right. Because their story is told. Their story is already told. The plans show up in a new hope, so we know they succeed. Correct. But this is literally the story of, of how it how happened. The, how it happened. It's and almost I, like you know the story of like old war movies. Right. But then they make movies about it just to like see it. This is like a Star Wars war movie. Right. This is a, uh, like, yeah, we all know the story of the 300, and then this is the movie of the story. We all of know the story of Hacksaw Ridge. Right. Oh, I, see I don't know there. what that is. World War One. Hacksaw Ridge. He's the only, he's the only uh, Medal yeah. of Honor winner without a single kill. You don't, yeah. You don't have to. He didn't even carry a gun. You don't he's have, a doctor. You don't have to do it this. It was Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't, have Spider-Man. we don't have to do yeah. this because you're not going to jog Also, the only <laughs> Star Wars story is the Death Star. Yeah, I, that's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing I really feel like I, they need to figure out a way to get away from is something that blows up planets, and then something that's really big that blows up planets. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some other way to threaten the galaxy, and if you can use "quote unquote" the dark side, why have you not thought of it? True, but but what other threat is there? What do you mean? Like you no, guys, I, the I, I like I like where it's going. Threat, you can though, destroy right? an entire world. No, no. Let's go yeah. bigger. Let's just make a star killer then and start blowing up stars. But why? To what end? What nobody, mean, lives, nobody lives on a star. A star doesn't harbor resistance against you. But if you also blow... they could only fire the big death star and uh, they could only fire it twice because it ran off a star that it ate up in the last second of the movie. <laughs> right, which was also stupid. But if you blow up a star, you could just destabilize an entire galaxy. Planets would freeze and float off without orbits. Not a galaxy. Solar solar system. In a solar galaxy system. far, far away. Right. Now, so what I like about Disney now is they're doing new comics. Yes, that they are. are coinciding with the movies. And, and they're, they're having our, universe our friends and, at Marvel publish them. And they're in canon. And so they're using some of the stuff from... I don't know the, that I like them in canon, though. Well, they're using... like the, So the Star Wars comic, right? The, the, the main Star Wars comic line is based between A New Hope and the second one. Correct. Like, 
how they become who they are in right. between those films. And then they have like a Han Solo, when it comes off of him, you come to find out, they probably just made this up, that he has, he had a wife before all this stuff went oh, down. Oh yeah, but it was like a fake wife. Right. I mean, so now they're going to... wife, but wasn't really. Right. Well, yeah, and they're remember, using this in he, the movie He was as a well. smuggler, right? Yeah. yeah. A smuggler. So I mean, if he's a smuggler, he could, he could have a fake wife. That makes sense. But then she shows up in the comic and then they've cast her role in the Han Solo movie. So they're using that. So it's kind of tying it's kind of, everything the, they in. They did a CP3O like mini series on how he got the red arm. Yep, they did that as well. Which could, I was not, I was not interested in at all. I did not purchase it. Before I got cut off from Space Cadets, I was reading all these Star Wars comics, and then uh, not there anymore. I they tried to put that one in my bag. I was like, I don't care about C3PO. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't care about the red arm. My worry is because they're they've also from what I've read they've greenlit the Yoda standalone right, and it's going to be like a a. Path of the Samurai kind of movie, right? Um, I'm worried that the market's going to get super saturated with these standalone Star Wars movies. And I'm not too worried about that. I, 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 I like it. That uh, my concern is that they're going to, if they pick bad ideas, they can poison the tree, right? And I think maybe Young Yoda think, is a bad idea. I, I don't, I don't I think it'd be a good comic I don't, series. I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea for the Yoda one in and of itself. But what I worry is that Star Wars is big story. That's their thing. It's big, big stories, and they're doing single-shot, standalone movies, and I'm worried that they're going to try to compress a big Star Wars story into a single film and that the end result isn't going to be good. I don't no. think Rogue One is going to fall into that trap, but I think Han Solo, Yoda, Boba Fett... Well, what they're doing these is... These are either big stories or throwaways. What they're doing is, is they're having every two years the big story comes, and then to satisfy the masses... They're doing one yeah. shots they're in do, between. Right, they're going to have a movie come out every year. Now, Rogue One is a perfect one-shot movie oh, it's great. because of where it fits in and yeah. where yeah, we think it, is going to happen is yeah. going to happen, where everyone dies, so you don't have to come back. I'm excited about the Han Solo one, too. I don't know that I am. I'm less excited. Here's my thing. I'm interested in the Force. Can, can, can I? Here's my thing. There's an entire galaxy full of characters and heroes and legends and stories and moments and tales and, and notes and things you could reference, Right. and you keep telling stories about the same five people. Yep. I'm over it. I'm over it. Tired of Luke Skywalker, tired of Han Solo, tired of Leia, tired of Vader, tired of crying Kylo Ren. You know what I want? Kylo Don't Ren. you talk about Kylo Show Ren. Show me some new people. Rogue One, all new people. That sounds amazing because you've given me this big world. But it's still now a show- Vader story. Right. Actually, Vader's still, Vader's still, Vader's still my, my understanding it. is Vader's only in this for about 20 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's still a Vader story. But well, even no, with no. the with the new Star Wars, they gave you new characters. They gave you Kylo Ren. They gave you Finn. No, but it's, it's, they it's, gave it's, you it's Rey. the same, same stuff. stuff. It's the same stuff. Kylo Ren is Han Solo and Princess Leia's kid. The entire multi, the entire galaxy is at your disposal, and the most powerful Jedi happens to be Han Solo and Princess Leia's kid. Right. But, Why couldn't they find a guy from right. Force Planet? G? Right. But you have to remember, Star Wars is a family story. It is a story about the rise and fall right. of a family. Right. The interactions between a family. It's a trilogy of trilogies. It's all about, about a, family. a family. So, to your point, I don't disagree with your saying. I think there are a lot of other stories to be told right, in Star Wars. Mean- Wait. There are a lot of other stories to be told in the Star Wars galaxy for sure, but you have to finish the trilogy of trilogies first. That's fine. You couldn't, we couldn't have done Fantastic Beasts until all seven Harry Potter movies were done. Ugh. But anyway. But it's no, the no, same I idea. Wait. Give, give them the nine. That's fine. Give You guys have the nine. Every other year, tell episode eight. In two years from now, tell episode right. nine. But don't give me young Han, young Han. Give me somebody completely different. I don't want young Han's story. What's going on with Greedo? How'd he get that cool face? You know what I mean? Like, give me a whole new movie. You mean... His alien face? Because he's an alien? Right. You know how Greedo and Han Solo have their rivalry? I want the Greedo movie where Han Solo's the bad guy. 
Don't even. They're not going to do that. But though. that's still a movie about the. But it's at least a brand. Characters. But it's at least a brand right. new. And take I think on you're right. Solo. And I think they're going to get there. I think. I, don't, they, I think that what, I think what they, they could do that's interesting with the Yoda movie is that they can they can do because he's so many so many millennia years old or whatever. Yeah. Right. They could do his past Padawans because he's had so right. many. I would love I would love to see a movie about some Jedi's we've never seen, or even the frog guy who has four lightsabers who turn sides. Yeah. yeah. Give me some. Give me some other like. That is a we've bad introduced guy. Some so many cool things. On Krell. Man, I just. I, hate, I think you're right. I think but I, I hate think we're those, doing the same story about the same I, seven people. I think those movies are going to come though. But I think Yoda, yeah, but I don't want to wait Yoda, six years. But look, Yoda and Han are huge characters, and their stories get told very, very minutely in the trilogy of trilogies. They right? do. They don't. They, you, we know nothing about Han. Uh, we nothing about him. We I know mean, he's just, a smuggler, and he shot that one guy. We know right. very little That's about it. Yoda. We know we know that he knows that Princess Leia loves him. We know very right. We know very little about Yoda. Right, like. These th- there's yeah. nobody there's nobody else's stories to but tell I really that other would... than Han, Yoda, and Boba Fett. But that's, you already have that's not true. Everybody like else, whole... no, no, no. I mean, no, sorry. I mean, within those the, these nine, within there's the... nobody left. Okay, everybody right. else's story has been told in its entirety. And yeah, have... we don't see Leia growing up, but who cares? Like, I'm not interested in that. But Nobody's you have these these characters. That's probably the next solo movie. There'd be something called like Princess and Roses. Or you something have these characters like that. that are are loved by everyone, and so they stick with them because you got to do a Yoda. They're movie. most recognizable. You got to do a Yoda movie. You got to do. <sighs> it's a an Yoda, easier you, sell. You got to do a Yoda movie because what you're doing is you, you can open up to so many different things, right? Because here's what here's what's happening: Rogue One, Boba Fett, Han Solo, Yoda. What that gives you is military villains, non-force good guys, and Jedi. Those are four streams now that they've opened up a whole other world of characters. And Yoda's They're so recognizable old, you have, also have old, you have the They're, old that's Republic. What, that's Yoda, Yoda's film is the one that's going to introduce you more about, I think, more about the Jedi itself so here's, and the forming of the Jedi. So here's Han Solo where, will give you more of, here's how normal people or kind of gray guys deal in the galaxy. So here's where I think, here's where I think, okay, so Marvel, everybody was self-contained until Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Then out of left field, they were like, boom, crazy curveball. Here's a crazy boot, like ragtag bunch of guys you never heard of. You don't know any of them. This movie could be the failure, but it was so well made that it was great. Right? I mean, we all knew. We all At that point, we knew Captain America. We know Thor. We know Iron right. Man. We're kind of, I'm not saying tired because we love that. Right. But there's probably some people who are like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of Captain America. Right. Like, I'm ready to see something else. I agree. So they need to start introducing these Guardians of the Galaxy movies right. to this universe. And right. I don't think they're doing enough of that. I don't like, disagree with like, you. You could do okay if you want to do. But the thing with that is, you need to do Han Solo before we close out. You know everything you know about him, and that's enough to know that he's a lovable rogue who turns from rapscallion to good guy to martyr. I think these standalones are going to bridge the gap between well-known characters and and allow an easy transition to To minority characters, other people you'd never heard of. But that's what I'm saying: is Guardians of the Galaxy just jumped in? Just jump in. We know the Star Wars universe. We love that Star Wars universe. We show me a Jedi I've never heard of though. Blow my mind. Take a risk. Quinlan Vos. I mean, I mean, in a movie, not just you naming it. Why not? He's in continuity now. Yeah, that's happening. Zach Adam. That'll be the next. Zach Atomic. Zach Atomic. Zach Atomic. <laughs> wiggity wiggity. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here, and, and when we come back, we're gonna do the top three. We get to our weekly top three. We barely even touched on the holiday season this time. Our weekly top three. I don't know. Stay tuned. Ooh. Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, Hashtag talking nerdy to you. What the hoff? Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere.
Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I guess we should say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Did I hit them all? Uh, Ramadan? Mm, no. Ramadan already happened. Yep. Okay. You're listening um, to uh, Conroe's FM. I don't know where Hanukkah is this year. 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Ooh la la. Or you can catch us uh, online worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Facebook.com. Backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, Instagram. Joey.Savage15. Twitter. At Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher is Nerd Thug Radio. Google Play. Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, your mom's house. Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, yeah. And uh, catch All us up at in your www.nerdthugradio.com. The website's pretty awesome. Yeah. So catch it all on there. And if you're a lady. Hanukkah starts December 24th. Oh. Runs to January to? 1st. It's yeah. 12 days, right? Yep. I thought it's eight crazy nights, it's by the eight. way. Is it eight? Oh, yeah, eight, eight crazy nights. Guys. I was thinking the 12 drive, tribes of Judah. I think you're thinking of so, 12 days of Christmas. So Maybe so. Have 12, drives, 12 tribes of Judah. And yeah. drink your gin and in Hanukkah. So this week on our weekly top three. We are uh, highlighting our top three favorite Christmas characters Ooh. from any universe you would like to yank them from. I got dun, this one. Dun, 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 you got dun, this one, dun, Nico's prepared. One. I'm ready. Okay, well, let's get started in yeah. a weekly or typical nerd thug fashion. We let the worst go first. Space Mountain Nico. Tim Allen. For <laughs> Space Mountain Nico. Space Mountain Nico. <laughs> yeah. Tim Allen from the Santa Claus. Exactly. Which That's one? Yeah, one. the Santa Claus. Yeah, that's, that's, Santa that was my number two. So good, we saved time on that one. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Oh. Yeah, me and Nico, dude, that movie's so good. <laughs> it's such. a I good was movie. thinking about it. I was like, I was like Christmas characters. I was like, oh, done. Tim Allen. Tim I figured Allen. Bernard would be your favorite because yeah. you look just like him. We call you that all the time. You yeah. do look like Bernard. He's the like head Latin Bernard. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Not even the Latin, just the real version, <laughs> which is pronounced Leonard with the hair and everything. Thanks, guys. You could be an elf. I think it'd be Bernardo. Bernardo, <laughs> Bernardito. So the Santa Claus was a fun movie. Great movie. Uh, those who don't know, it kind of acts like... If you don't know what that is, then what's wrong I, with you? This holiday Where season, have you been? Check it out. But it almost kind of plays a little bit like, I kind of in my head, like it's a fun version of like the werewolf curse. <laughs> like, right. Like, the, like it's almost like the Santa Claus is an obligation. Right. Tim Allen has to be it. Right. And it uh, ruins his life. Yeah. Being Santa Claus really messes up his life, but fixes it in the typical Hollywood fashion. Yeah. His life was wrong anyway. I wish I could be Santa Claus. I, I really question, like, do you think Hollywood writers, like, hate their own personal lives? And that's why all of the movies are like, your life is bad. And then when you do everything wrong, it fixes itself. That is Maybe how so. That Sounds like logic. That's, That's exactly how, how it works. works. Is that how life works? It is. So we Such should, has been my experience. So we should just like opposite everything and then we'll it'll all work out? That's what I've been doing. Although I don't like the, the Santa Claus. <laughs> where, I'm 32 uh, years strong on that model. <laughs> That's true. Was it Santa Claus 3 with Jack Frost? He wants so. to take over the North Pole? Yeah. I didn't like that one at all. Is that the action adventure version? So why know, did probably. you pick Tim, Tim Allen in, in the Santa Claus? Why what's your, you what's your one biggest reason for picking it? Is it just because you love the movie? Yeah. Oh, Perfect. I remember watching it all the time. And the scene where he shaves is great. Yeah, yeah. Is the great. scene where he shaves that is, is great. great. Well, let's jump over to... Uh, I always think those are funny. And then, like, where he's Because like, it happens also in, uh... Oh... Uh, Noah. Heaven Almighty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, when Tim Allen's at the doctor and, he's, and he keeps gaining weight no matter what, the doctor's like, well, you put on a little weight. And he's like, this looks like a little weight to you. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah. He's shaking his jolly belly. <laughs> uh, oh, he knows all the... He does all the Santa Claus names. Papa Jojo. Right. 
There's yeah, a lot of funny parts. I just parts. see it in my head. Yeah, no. that is a, it is a good movie. Good choice. Thank All right, you. Zach, how about you go with your number three? Um, I have a tie for nope. number three. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. God, I, I want you to it know. is what it is. You guys invited me here. I know, and you can't follow the rules, so we're going to impose a new rule. I've tied. If you submit a tie for three, you do not get a two. Right. Okay. Because that is actually how it works in my tie for Bishop and My tie for number three is Bishop. My tie for number three is Bishop and Cable. <laughs> Mute him. Mute him. Drop the mic. Mute him. Mute him. No, and here's why. Because they're Mute the greatest em. comics in Marvel. They're the greatest characters in Marvel comics history. <laughs> And now this is my favorite segment ever. And now Bishop Zach, and Cable, Bishop and Cable. Right, so Bishop and Cable, Bishop and Cable. All right, Corey, you're number okay, three. Sorry. Okay. No, that's it. Okay, so this you is said a, Bishop and Cable. Obviously, this no, is, you obviously this an is, obviously this is an expansive topic. There are a ton of Christmas characters, so I narrowed mine in order to make it a little more fun. Is characters who have either been Santa or played the role of Santa filled in for Santa? Okay. Um, so my number three is in the Doctor Who Christmas special Last Christmas, which was the first one with the current Doctor Peter. Capaldi. I knew he was going to go Doctor Who at some point. Anyway, yeah. Nick Frost, um, who is, you guys know Nick Frost from Hot Fuzz, Simon Pegg's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Santa in it, and, like, he really, really messes with the Doctor to the point where the Doctor thinks that Santa may be a Time Lord. <laughs> like, it is, the, the whole episode is a phenomenal episode. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a Doctor Who Christmas special, which they, which they do every year, and I have mixed feelings about them in the Christmas specials in general, but this episode, Last Christmas... There was a lot of concern that it was going to be the last appearance of Clara, Clara Oswald because they she told him she didn't want to be involved anymore. And, like, so it's a big thing. But anyway, Nick Frost is hilarious. He really, really messes with the doctor's mind, makes the doctor think that his sleigh is bigger on the inside, and that's how he can be anywhere he needs to be, just like a TARDIS. It's just it's a really funny episode. It's a really dark and sad episode as well, but he does a great job in it. Nice. So Cable and Bishop. So okay. Cable and Bishop, All right. obviously. All right, Corey, you're number Cable three. Cable and Bishop, uh, body slide by two. Yeah, body slide by two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. Well done. All right, Corey, you're number three. All right. So my number three is uh, the evil Santa Claus, Krampus. Krampus? Yeah. I'm not a really big fan Anti of the Krampus. Santa. I, I love, just they just about, did a movie. Talk about and I, dark. And I, and I DVR'd it, and I watched, I'm about halfway through it, and it's fantastic. It is like the best. Christmas scary movie you could it possibly was in see. Theaters too. Yeah, it was great. And then also, I saw this really great decoration. It's a big automated thing you can put out in your front yard, and it's Krampus holding two automated kids by their feet. Right. Like he's gonna, and he's trying to put one of them in a bag to steal. Right. And they featured him in some cartoons where they've done like Evil Santa. It's Krampus, and it's it's great. It's so great every time Krampus shows up. Uh, American Dad. Yeah, that was a, a good great episode. Krampus yeah. episode. Yeah. And doesn't um, he beat the kids with something? Like yeah. some weird whip? Yeah. It's like, like made a, out of bones or some nonsense? Watch me whip. Like it's horrifying. Right. Watch like, me nay Like the Krampus is a bad, bad man. Right. But I love. Oh, it's a bad, bad man. But I, So I love Christmas. You know I love the holidays. You know I love Christmas. You know I love the whole spirit of it, the charity of it. Yep, yep. But I love that there's somewhere, there's some completely dark iteration of all of it that just sits and waits. Right. Like I just like that idea that right. everyone wants to be good and great, but if they fa- if they mess up, right, you get this Krampus. You get Krampus. Right. Krampus. And like and like he sent. We almost had a Krampus moment there. And like he Santa's go to guy. <laughs> I knew it was coming. He's like Santa's go to too. Like right. he's not like you know in opposition to no, Santa. No, like, like Santa he rides along. Yeah, Santa's like you handle that one, and I got these three over here. <laughs> oh man, I, I nearly did it. I yeah, can't. Never done that on the show ever. So my number three, <laughs> my number three is Frosty the Snowman. Okay, oh he's okay. in there. He's a great one. Mm. Happy birthday! Also, really sad. 
I he know, never right? came back. He lied. There is a sequel. Is there a sequel? Yeah. I don't well, think it's Christmas in July, I believe. Here's my here's my thing. If you've got a magic hat real. that can animate anything. Yeah, why would you melt? Right. And well, here's the other part of I'd it. And melt myself or animate myself a ice suit. Robot Chicken does this great bit where he like rolls through the streets. He actually hits the hat, blows into like a uh, uh, like a trash can fire of homeless people's like belongings, and suddenly right. he turns into like like this like right. burning garbage demon. <laughs> but he's still Jack Frost and wants to play, and like he's like spewing fire, and he's like, "Come back, children!" And he's burning people, and it's oh, terrifying. It's so creepy. Um, Who doesn't man, lost not, not like big, Frosty the Snowman? Not, uh, I think I'm ruining Christmas. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, further you, are. This. you are. It's not really my bag. Frosty never really. Yeah, um, my number two is a version of Frosty. Okay, well, let's jump to number two. Nico, go ahead. Uh, Larflees from the Green Lantern series. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, Elaborate. What? Uh, Larflees learns of Santa, who what gives gifts mean? every year. Uh, oh, he's yeah. The only, he's the only orange lantern, and he's very greedy. He wants everything in the world. The color orange is greed, it, right. so he's literally fueled. So he hears it. about Santa and that he's never come to his planet and given him things, so he goes to find Santa Claus and steals Whoa. everything. <laughs> Whoa. That, that makes, is that actually makes perfect sense. It does actually. But the second you said I started thinking about it, that actually you guys that are making this like real dark. Yeah. <laughs> you you like said it. that yours was dark. I said it's a ep- dark episode. The episode was dark, but Nick Get out was of here. excellent as Santa. So, All right, then what's your number two, yeah, Zach? Yeah, let's Bring it. us back, enlighten us. Okay, so my number two is in, in the Discworld series, they have a, a parallel it, the Terry Pratchett's Discworld, they have a parallel to Santa called the Hogfather. Um Death is also a character in Discworld. And, and you're talking about us getting wait, dark. Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. No. no death, not is, waiting. death is a very humanized, um, anthropomorphized personification of death. Anyway, he has to step in to fill the role of the Hogfather because someone's trying to kill him. And <clears throat> so like, it's Jack Skeleton. And like, so death is like you learning how to be a little more human. And so like he delivers gifts to kids. And like there's a bunch of really sweet, touching moments where he's giving kids presents and his parents are freaking out, but he's really connecting with children. Like, there's one, a little orphan girl sits on his lap and is telling him what, what she wants, and he's like, okay. And then, like, when she leaves, there's the exact thing. What it, It's really touching, and, like, it's it's a neat kind of twist on the idea of death. So, I don't know. Death as the Hogfather in Discworld is my number two. Okay. My number two, I can keep this in real quick because we've already kind of touched on it a little bit. It's the Michael Keaton version of Jack yeah, Frost. Um, oh, you know, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a sweet story. Uh, the dad dies in a car accident, like Christmas. So the next Christmas, he comes back and gets to interact with the son as a snowman. Yeah. The awkward part to me, though, is like he didn't That's want really the mom, sad. right? But he didn't want the mom to know. Like, don't you think the mom would have wanted to know that the dad had come back? Like, don't you think that would have been a relevant thing for her Christmas? Maybe. maybe. She's been without her husband for a year too. Maybe. Like, did, what if she moved? Did she move on or something? I don't. I'm like, there was another dude in the house. Man, I don't know. Possibly. That, really that would have been that would horrifying. That would have taken a twist because then. What a twist! Because then Jack Frost would have killed him. Yeah, that'd have been crazy. <laughs> Isn't that another Jack Frost movie? Yeah, Ice Speed, where yeah. a snow person comes to life and kills a bunch of people. The best also, Jack. I think it was it's also, also called Jack Frost. It was also a car commercial uh, right. concept one time, right? Right. Which the, was fantastic. Of course, the best Jack Frost is in the uh, movie The Guardians. Oh, really? I haven't seen that one. It's so good. Is he like a kid in that one? Yeah, he's like a kid. Um, like Santa Claus has tattoos, and it's like the Yetis who actually make the toys, and the elves are really dumb. It's a cartoon version. With the Tooth Fairy. Um, I'm out. And the Sandman. It's like a superhero squad of holiday Yeah, characters. it's right. really good. Right. Hard, hard pass. I've seen That's, it about a hundred times. You've got kids, so I'm going to give you a forgiven, but it That was really Savage's favorite movie for like six months. That sounds awful. Hard Jack pass. Frost. Hard pass. Tooth Fairy. Iron Giant is better. The Sandman. Yeah, Iron Giant was better. I don't need a cool version of Superman. Or I mean of Santa Claus. <laughs> you do need a cool version of Superman. I don't need him to pump. 
pump weights. Right. There's like 10 versions of Superman now. You get to pick. I'll take my Lex Luthor one. Right. You get Lex Luthor or Superman. Let's jump out to a break. We get back. We'll get to our number ones. Number ones. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, joey.savage15. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're sitting here with the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And Zach. And Zach. Hey. Zach Atomic. Zach. <laughs> Atrocious. Sometimes when you say Zach, it sounds like you're Martha Stewart. Zach Anonymous. It sounds what? like you're channeling Martha Stewart. Zach? Angry and, Zach. And Zach. It's Zach. And angry Zach. Zach. Today we're going to learn how to make hash browns. I'm less angry. So we're right in the middle of it's our Christmas. weekly top three true, it is Christmas good. edition. Whoop, whoop. We're doing our top favorite Christmas caricatures. 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 We are on our numero unos, or number ones if you speak English. What? And we're starting with wait, Nico. Wait, does numero uno mean ones in English? Number one. Is that? Yes. I, That's fact. I, I think it means numeral one. I, I think numero uno is a fish that you buy at PetSmart. Would you get sushi? Oh, no, that's when I, yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. I was just ordering so Nico, number one. So, Nico, your number right. one favorite Christmas character of all time. Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. Knew it. Also, your number emo. one Halloween character. Because you can, you can watch the movie twice a year. That's what's so great. About That's like it. a two chains movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a two chains movie. Chains movie. If I ever heard one. There's two seasons you can watch it in. Jack two Skellington. seasons to watch it is two chains. I just would <laughs> like to point out, as a longtime listener of the show, this is the second time Nico has said you can watch the movie twice a year. When what he means is there are two seasons in which watching the movie. Is <laughs> right. You can only watch this movie twice a year, or it will blow up. Right? Like, because I don't want to tell I him. I own the VCR. Can watch... I can't watch it any more times. I don't. I don't want to tell him that he can. <laughs> Sadly, there are a lot of VCRs in the house. There, are, <laughs> man. Okay, he, it, our dad owned <laughs> so like he was a part of so many video mail clubs. Oh yeah, I owned EMG Music mo- service a ton of money. Right, but he was the only guy who paid up to date. Like he was cool with it. Like what? he did it on purpose. You don't have to pay. No, no, he meant to do no, it. No, no. He purposely would order movies, and he would get excited when these VHSs would come in. Be like, yeah, the new Denzel Washington, but it's not new. It's been out for seven years. Because he was ordering VHSs six years ago. <laughs> so there Great. are VCRs in every room of that. There are VCRs in rooms with no TVs. That's crazy. That's true. That is, uh, That's I, like back in the day where there's no cell phones. So there's like a phone in every room, like <laughs> under the table, yeah. in the bathroom. I had my own phone line growing up. Really? Oh, yeah. The Sweet. I had my own number the in my room. Line. That nobody ever called accurate <laughs> i had a cord- i had a cordless phone so when i was downstairs watching tv i could hear it not ring right next to me <laughs> like nailed it me being your best friend i didn't even call the zach line in, in middle school i would call the house phone obviously like, you didn't know i had one <laughs> no i just wanted to i just like to hear your mom yell for you right that, that is- or you just wanted his sister to answer all right ladies yeah what mm. up what up chelsea chelsea Boom, the mention Nailed it. She's been begging for that. We just nailed it. Begging for that. So, Zach, Zach. what's She's your... Been begging for that. <laughs> Zach, your number one favorite Christmas character of, of all this time. the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> uh, the Grinch, for sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. And, and this guy's talking about being negative. I like the Grinch. I like the Grinch because, to me, it's the best Christmas story. Yeah. It's the only Christmas story that says, first of all, it's a guy who's down on his luck, who's depressed, clearly. 
And it's probably the, an alcoholic. It's the I'm only, not sure why. It's, it's the only story that highlights the fact that you can still have a happy Christmas without having a lot of things, and it offers the refor- the reformation of the principal antagonist. Like to me, the Grinch is the quintessential Christmas story. Right. Way more than Night Before Christmas. Because he redeems. He redeems himself. Yeah. Exactly. I'm all about a, a redemption story. Right. For sure. Love the Grinch. His his heart when they're tripled singing. in size that oh, yeah, day. What right. do you think about the Grinch yeah, movie? When they're singing, maybe Christmas yeah. doesn't just come from the store. What? La, Are you kidding me? La, no, not the movie. I'm not interested in that. The Whoville people. I love the Whoville yeah, people. Yeah, like, it's, God, it's Cindy Lou right Who. Cindy Lou Who. Right, Cindy Lou Who. Right, right in the heart. So yeah, right love, in the heart, love three the times Grinch. bigger. Love the Grinch, best, best. Uh, also, shout out to friend of the show Jim Carrey for starring in the movie, which he just shunned me on because he doesn't like it. Apparently. Right, but Jim Carrey's not really a friend of the show. I just like to say that he's a friend of the show. He could be. You don't have to qualify it. I just yeah, right. I think, I think we all know. That Jim Carrey is not a friend of the show. Even if he, why would you just ruin his dream? Maybe someone out there listening for the first time. I didn't thought that he was a friend of the show. I didn't didn't ruin it. Corey's the one who said he's not really a friend of the show. Uh, Well, but the reason why is because of what happened last week on the show when he came on and we bumped him. Yeah, like that was our fault. That was definitely here in studio. We ran over. He's definitely not a friend now. Right. Yeah. He sat here for two hours and let us do our thing, and we just we didn't. He didn't even slap any of his corny jokes. No, he was waiting very patiently. Guys, those who don't know, Jim Carrey sat in the studio for two hours. He didn't say one word. We felt really bad about it. We tried to have him back on. Because we were going to talk Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with him. Right. Didn't yeah. say anything about how, you know, nope. he was anti-vaccines. No, <laughs> no, that's just his ex-girlfriend. Right. He he clarified all fair, just his ex-girlfriend. Fair enough. Um, but we didn't get a chance to get him on the show. Another solid redemption story. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay, I'm lying. So, yeah, The Grinch for Jim, sure. Jim Carrey was never here. For sure, The Grinch. Best Christmas story. Best Christmas character. Best. Corey? What is no. your number one? Favorite it, Christmas character of all in, time. I came in with it being Is the it Grinch. Jubilee? Oh, you got to change. Uh, you gotta I came change. in with it being the Grinch. Sabretooth? But Santa Claus. That's what I was about to say. But we're kind of skipping over somebody super important to the holiday. Santa. Well, we My talked name, Tim Allen as Tim Allen. Allen. No, Santa no. Just no. Chris Kringle himself? Yeah. I said Nick Frost. Right. St. Nicholas? No, no. My number one is the real deal. The guy who brings you your gifts. When you wake up Christmas morning, first thing you should say is thank you, Santa. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Santa. And put some cookies out for him. Make some milk. My Santa likes cookies and beer. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm sure he's getting tired of drinking milk. No, I mean, so. by the time he gets all the way to you, he's probably... He needs a beer. Yeah. Definitely needs right. a beer. Because the day's almost over. Thank God he's, he's not lactose intolerant. Right, he's already been around the world. Almost completely, at that point. Worst Once or twice. Worst some tips. ever. Ugh. <laughs> you have some tips to self-heal through that? <laughs> self-heal him through yeah, lactose intolerance? We absolutely need to acknowledge the man the day's about. Like, if I had a whole day and you guys went through your whole... It's about the birth of Santa. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So let's... The let's... civil rights activist, Santa Claus. Correct. Like, how... 42nd gonna... president, Santa Claus. No. No, I don't think that's incorrect. Uh, he, was the, he, he was the 40th president. 40th president. Right. Okay. It was... He led the Jews to the desert. Yeah, he did do that. No, no, I, no, 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 no. He He's walked one... around a wall and blew his trumpet and the wall came down. No, yeah, no. that's true. He brought the Jews to the desert. He, oh. was, the, he was the delivery guy. No, okay. I think it was the trumpet thing. No, I think I... he did. He didn't give up his seat on the bus, right? No, right. That was Santa Claus. That was also. him too. Right. Okay. But that was off season. Very he was cool. tired. Very cool. He'd been walking around all Christmas Day. Then he divert the Cuban Missile Crisis as well. Uh, no, that was Professor X. Oh. Watch a movie, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay. Come on. All right. Um. No, but didn't he fight Mr. T in the eighties? I think so. Yes. No, that was Santa. That was Santa. Ninety nine percent sure about that. Um, he also represented the United States in a boxing match against uh, uh, the Russian guy. The Russian guy. 
mm. here in the Cold War. Even Drago? Even Drago. <laughs> what is it? Dolph very Lundgren, nice. Which is very, just his brilliant nice. alter ego. Also not his name. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. No, you guys are... Yeah, uh, you're wrong. But anyway, uh, Santa Claus. Totally wrong. It's what the day is all about. Let's all remember that. Did he chop down a cherry tree? But he didn't lie about it. He's discovered America on the Mayflower. I'm okay with Santa being your number one, did I he, think. Did he, did he discover Mars? I think so. He's the one who positive. He's the real John Mars of Carter. I don't know. John Carter of Mars. <laughs> John Mars of Carter. John I don't know. Carter I don't know. Mars. I, he wasn't on my list because, I don't know. I, I feel like he had all the renditions on him. Well, it's kind of low-hanging fruit. Is it? Because we all sort of failed my to acknowledge. My fruit hangs low. Yeah. I did. Hello, ladies. I didn't fail to acknowledge it. Yeah, no one acknowledged it. Yeah, Santa Claus. He's the you want to know who my number one favorite character of Christmas of all time is? I don't is it know. Jack Skellington? Because now? if it's not Santa Claus, it's not Santa the Claus. theory that the sun is it's the not. center of the universe, Rudolph. not the earth, it's then not. I have a problem with is that. Is it Santa Claus from that Guardians movie? No, it's the not. The Nutcracker. No, it's not. Oh, is it the Rat King from the Nutcracker? No, oh, no. By the, by the way, if there is a hotel anywhere in the world that doesn't have a Nutcracker suite, <laughs> Christmas-themed, and it is the best suite in the hotel, we are all wasting our lives as humans. <laughs> Target did an extended commercial uh, right. during Frozen, right. and it featured John Legend and, and Chrissy Teigen right. uh, as the two leads for the Nutcracker with some little girl. And I kept asking the whole time, like, is that little girl their kid? Because it made <laughs> sense if it was. But <laughs> my stepmom kept saying, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's kid is like a baby. It's not their baby. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know it's not their it's baby? baby in swaddling clothes. Yeah. Okay, who's your number one, Joseph? Kevin McAllister. Okay. Home right. Alone. Yeah. Greatest Christmas movie you know of all time. Shout out to the Wet Bandits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Sticky Bandits. Oh. <laughs> from Home also, Alone 2. Shout out to CPS for never once investigating <laughs> know, right? what are clearly two cases of child abandonment. Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 might be the greatest Christmas movies ever. I mean, when they released the first documentary about this kid being left alone, someone should have investigated. <laughs> also, Macaulay Culkin. Two years later, he's not even left alone. He's left alone in a city he doesn't even know. Yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah. The streets are numbered. Get though. on a plane. Yeah, it's right. a grid. <laughs> I mean, they're numbered and gridded, but they're not for the homeless. They're not? Do the yeah. homeless have different street signs? <laughs> what not, do you mean by that? The child is not safe out there on his own, and no one protected and investigated. <laughs> no, CBS. no, no, no Trump was there. he took He's the fine. limo. Oh, that's right. He, he got did that hang out. sweet cheese pizza. He did meet I know. Trump. He did meet Donald Trump. President-elect. Right. I, uh, All hell. <laughs> Lex Luthor is now president. From <laughs> Home Alone 1, when he has the, the whole pizza scene where it gets the milk spills. <laughs> but just seeing, like, Buzz eat the cheese pizza made me what, love pizza even more. What I love is the scene where he's faking the party in the house. That's a great one. So that this, Rocking the, around the, the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Um, White Christmas in that movie. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the group that sings it. But the best Christmas song. All right, real quick, best Christmas songs. We got a couple minutes here. Hold on, real quick. I saw this meme where it was like, who would win in a fight, Kevin McAllister or the Predator? The question was, how much time? How much prep time does Kevin have? That is a determining factor. Who wins that fight? Yeah, it definitely is. Because Arnold almost won with like two hours in a jungle. Right. So if Kevin had two days, he's good to go. Man, he's got it. Over. So we got a minute and a half. Best Christmas song. Yeah. Go. Uh, there's a uh, a you version of uh, All I Want for Christmas that's like in the in the high notes, like it's it's called the minor keys, mm-hmm. and it it just sounds really sort of kind of melodic and slow that way. It just sounds di- almost like haunting, like sad. I like it. I don't know why. It makes me feel very Christmassy. The Trans Siberian Orchestra. I'm song. totally alone. You are. Well, okay. No, Cupid, no, I like it. I like songs in the minor key. Yeah. Uh, Nika, do you know any songs about Christmas that uh, aren't? 
from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Okay. You didn't submit your answer. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. That's a good one. I played, it, I played bell, it in the band. Jingle it was bell, fun. Jingle Bell Rock. You're in a band? I was in a band. In junior high, right? Yeah. Oh. You got 30 seconds, Zach. Your favorite Christmas song. My wedding song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Nice. It's a good one. Do you remember uh, when your little brother was in the electric zippers? Yeah. The yeah. electric shoes. The electric shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We made t-shirts. I what, just, a, what a day. I just remember that because he's in the band. What a but tweet. the shirts were spelled wrong. It was electric. Right. <laughs> it looked like it was electric. That's awesome. They couldn't make an L. <laughs> Let's jump out to a break real quick. When we come back, we'll get into the oh-so-famous Nico segment. Oh, man. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is the Nico segment we're jumping into here. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, Nico. I'm doing good. This is like... Nobody asked. Nobody asked. <laughs> nobody cares how you're doing. Yeah, Welcome no. to the Christmas... Make it part of your segment if you must, but nobody cares. The Christmas edition of the Nico segment. The I Christmas guess. edition. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of scary This is going to be about things. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Maybe. Hang on. Hang on. If, Before we do that, let's do something really important. My name's Corey DLG. Okay, you guys go ahead and talk about whatever you want. Oh, okay. No yeah. one cares. No one cares. I said the importance. All right, so Joey Savage is saying, Nico, go. All right, so... I was thinking about Nightmare Before Christmas before oh, this started. Sure you were. Lame. But Swipe I left. was thinking more of the idea of the spooky things that happen on Christmas. Okay. All and right. I, I recently was watching The uh, the Fly 2. Oh, it was a nice. terrifying movie, by nice. the way. Why wouldn't you be? Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he's scary. Was he in The Fly 2? He was in The Fly. Is right. The, the Fly, fly 2 is about the kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't pop, seen is, one or two. Is Papa Goldblum in that one? Mm-mm. No. So what spooky things happen on Christmas? So uh, not really spooky things that happen on Christmas, but the, just the uh, the idea of like just horror in general on like the Christmas time, kind of like the Happy Days spirit, oh, but bogged yeah. down, kind of like Krampus, where it's just like extremely dark for something so happy. So they released a movie uh, a couple years back, exactly like you're talking about. It was called Black Christmas, and the idea was it's a it's a sorority girl house with a mental institution nearby. A patient escapes and serial kills everyone in the house. It sounds like a Megan Fox vehicle, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> right? Like, like it was. It was. It was four blonde, busty, buxom Hollywood at you know starlets, and it was. Uh, God, you, who you survives? Just, you use terms from like nineteen forties Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, babe, like, babe. Who says starlets? Uh, me and Clark Gable. <laughs> get on my level. Who says buxom? William and Gable. William and Gable. Yeah, I don't get it. Doesn't matter. So, it doesn't matter. Black Christmas was kind of this, what you're talking about. Like, it was perfectly set in Christmas. It was perfectly set snowy. It was released, uh, you know, at Christmas season. I distinctly remember going to see it with uh, our friend Marissa um, and going in and watching it because she loves horror movies. And she was like, this is going to be awesome. And then, like, typical girl in a horror movie, she can't watch half of it because it's scary. 
I can't watch half of it either. Yeah, you hate horror movies. I don't like them. You're kind of a big girl. I kind of like, They're I never like older. I like, like older horror movies. Um, yeah, no, like horror the movies fly, were good for a while. I've never... The I, Fly I, 2 is a fantastic movie because half the movie isn't about the monster. Half right. the movie's about the characters in the story. Right. That it affects and right. it's I would, important. I would go so far to say is The Fly 2 isn't... I, even The Fly, I, I don't know that I would necessarily qualify them as horror movies. Well, they're... They're, they're weird, sci-fi movies, yeah. right? They're dark sci-fi, but, like, you're right. Like, it's about the characters. It's not about, oh, this monster's loose and now he's rambling. Monster mush. Well, he does get loose and he does melt the guy's face off. Right, right. Like the, Which is very scary, by the way. Right, like, it's like, very disturbing to watch that. And yeah. that was done how many years ago? I want to live 80s. my life happy. That was like the Jeff Goldblum transformation scene in The Fly. He wasn't in The yeah. Fly 2. No, but in The Fly when he transformed. The original Fly. Yeah, man. It was it was the dog in the fly too is absolutely terrifying. Uh, okay. Yeah, and when he has to kill the dog, oh, that made me so happy that he killed the it because uh, it needed it, to die. It broke my heart. Wait a minute, it's it was because the guy like realizes like what a monster he is uh, and how okay. miserable the dog is, and like he kills it as an act of sacrifice, even though it was his only companion. And then and then later in the movie, when like, uh, he pets the dog that's mm, chasing after him, mm, as kind of a reverse scenario mm, where the dog's being nice to him. Mm. Mm. It was rough. That Makes was such a good of, uh, movie. Last of Us, or not Last of Us, uh, I Am Legend when Will Smith has to kill his yeah, dude, dog. Can't, I'd, wa- uh, I'd rather watch a kid get killed in a movie any day over an animal. Wow. Something wrong with you. Yeah. Don't care. Don't Super even feel a little bad about it. I mean, like, that's the darkest thing I've ever heard someone say. <laughs> but, like, it's... You'd I don't rather know. watch a movie kid get killed than a movie dog? Yeah. What? That scene in I Am Legend when he has to kill his dog is maybe the most heart-wrenching scene in any movie I've ever seen. What about The Walking Dead where they had to kill the two little girls zombies? Right. I don't watch The Walking Dead. There's something wrong with you. They weren't even zombies. I'm too far behind. Yeah, they were. One of them was creepy. One of them was, yeah. yeah. One of them was was alive. Right. I would call The Fly 2 a horror movie the same way I would call, like, Jurassic Park a horror movie, right? It's not about... It's not a horror movie. It's a science fiction gone awry. Also, also, but also, its practical effects are amazing. Which, by the yeah. way, computer, computer. I think computer generated stuff is getting there, but it still can't convince me the way that like the Fly right. Two can. Well, you got. I agree. Yeah, that was the way they did. Yeah, the eighties like, was the eighties was interesting. Late eighties was interesting for movies. If you ever go and like just see like late eighties movies, the descriptions of them, a lot of them you realize would never be movies now. Like the plot of the movie is like. Young actor moves to New York to struggle to find himself. Running time, two and a half hours. And you're like, what the heck? This, this would never be a movie now. Like, this would be like a weird Sundance indie 80-minute movie yeah. with Casey Affleck now. Or like My Dinner with Andre. I like Casey Affleck. I do like him. I want to see that movie. He's that movie good. looks really good. It looks good. really good. Uh, but like, but now they don't focus on the Like, if they did The Fly 2 now, they wouldn't. It wouldn't like be, it would be about the fly, like, right? It, it wouldn't, wouldn't be about the sun. It, it would, would be a horror movie. Right. It would be a modern horror movie. Also, modern horror is just seduced to, uh, or not like kind of lowered itself to just jump scares, and then you're like, oh, okay, jump scares and gore. I, yeah. I've not seen. Ugh. I don't know that I've ever seen a good what I would classify horror movie. I, I haven't. I'll say that one. much right I now. I think because you're subgenreing, you're you're correct. Like you've taken out. Like because sci-fi, but even if you broaden sci-fi thriller, but let's, is supposed but let, to be okay. Horror. Well, then let's broaden it. Even that though, I wouldn't say I've I've ever seen a good one. Jurassic uh, Park, if we're broadening it that much, but no, I think Jurassic Park is probably a thriller. I like Jurassic Park. That's it's it's a good movie, but <laughs> was that your <laughs> that was, that was final answer? Good, I like Jurassic final Park. Answer. Good right. input, Joseph. Thank you. <laughs> so I do think that uh... I don't know. I mean, <sighs> can you? I mean, Nate, I like when what's you do your that. favorite uh, horror movie. Jurassic Park. The Fly 2. <laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah. 
a lot I, of them. A lot some of them, them are. Like, mine is Geely. I think some Halloween. of them are worth Jennifer Lopez. I think some of them are worth watching. Like some of them, I don't not enjoy, but I would never call it like like there isn't a horror movie in my top hundred favorite movies. Jersey Girl, not favorite horror movie. Probably two hundred. I don't. Those are not horror movies. Oh, they're not. They're horrific. horrific. He's, yeah, he's doing a it. bit. Uh, oh, is that his own? Why did you have to give it away? Okay, whiff. But no, I, horrible. I, a lot of the horror movies. Whip. A lot of the horror movies. It's about like a moment, like that scare moment where all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man!" Um, I mean, because you know the antagonist is. Uh, I take it back. Haunted Mansion. I, I take it back. I, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Signs. Signs was a scary movie. See, and Signs wasn't horror to me. It it wasn't to me either. The village. You're the one who said I subgenre too much. You do. Uh, signs to me was a scary movie that was a good movie. The only okay. the only okay. terrible part about Signs is that they never should have shown the aliens. It should always have been alluded to or reflections. They never needed to show. But how them. would you have known that Joaquin Phoenix was killing it with water? It there's ways around that. Is there? I, I think that ruined the movie because until you saw them, they were always this thing, and it, it, that which it's you putting it's putting that, an image to something. Your mind creates scarier image than right. What you can exactly. Exactly. You're that right. which you don't right. see, that which is at the edge of your vision, is always more terrifying than what you can confront face to face. So there's a there's a movie, that's... and it's not a movie about aliens, right? right. That it's a yeah, faith. It's, not. it's a it's movie not. about faith, which makes it even less necessary to see if, them. If they were, if but they that were, movie was scary. That movie too. makes a lot of sense if they were demons instead of uh, aliens, anything. and they were, and that was holy water. It could have been anything. It could it no, but even that wasn't. It could have been. Like the little girls just going around blessing water. It could have been, a and there was nunchucks. It could have been a mass hallucination, right? Like, yeah. if they didn't need them to, to be exist real. in physical form, or if they did, to see them. Like, yeah, that movie do... was a scary movie. That was an edge of the seat, edge of my seat kind of scary movie. And they do a great job with it, and then they really only show on the last like three minutes of the movie. So right. really, you're right. They could have gotten away with not showing it at right. all. Right, and I think it would have been better. It kind of kind of wrecked it for me. I don't know. I feel like if you if you leave and that Shyamalan movie, for you. yeah, for real, we kill him on the show for no reason. I feel like if you leave having paid $8 and you don't see an alien, you're sort of mad. I and would I, have been. I think that I, I, that's you're probably. Right. You're right. Part of me, probably in my head, would have been waiting for the other shoe to drop and then right. been a little aggravated that it didn't. But what I think if, I would have been less mad than being as disappointed as I was. Like, what if they just showed it post-credits? I'd be like, like, only the people who waited got Here's to see what it. everybody was scared of. Right. FYI. Mid-credit, yeah. mid-credit scene. Yeah. Fui. Fui. <laughs> No, not even mid-credit, like totally post-credit. All post-credit, you gotta, you like the lights like, in the theater are on. Yeah, the guy's there to clean up the popcorn you threw on the floor in distaste of not seeing the alien. And then it shows, and then it shows the alien, and you got to apologize to Archie. Bam! Alien. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think there... I mean, there's a handful of horror movies that I think are good movies, but not scary and not... I don't know. It, it just, enjoy, never done anything for me. There's ever. a bunch that I've enjoyed watching, but, like, you know how they... The good guy's always going to win, right. so that's what makes it hard to say they're good movies, but I do enjoy them. The one with uh, Eric Bana where he's a cop and he's encountered like possessed people and he's trying to track down this. I'm trying to think of uh, the Hulk. No, I can't remember oh. even the last time I watched a horror movie. Me I either. Want, I did want to see. And if you guys have seen it, please don't ruin it for me because I do want to watch it. I heard that there's a huge twist and something very interesting about Cabin in the Woods. Yes. I, so I, will, I do want to You really don't that. know the twist? I really don't. So please don't tell me. Yeah. I won't ruin it for you. It is, it is I heard a, it's very interesting. But uh, I, you know what? You know it's not fair to call it though. It's not fair to call it a twist because they introduce it, right? But almost as like the in, movie's progressing. Yeah. So like you I've start, heard, it's just something like you don't recognize or realize fully until right, the end. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And I want to see it. It is on my list. Right. You need, you need you need to check that out. I would recommend doing it this season. This season? Yes. This holiday season. This I'd holiday recommend season. doing it tonight. We'll hang mm-hmm. out. 
Oh, oh. I'll watch Cabin in the Woods. I have a It's a date. Though. Don't you have a test tomorrow? Uh, I do tomorrow. Oh, no. It's a test. It's you already test. took all your tests. They're already done. It's a date. Oh. I'm officially past my first semester of college, guys. Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Why yes. didn't you leave the Negro Summit with that? Yeah, man. Like, God. Because it's the holiday season, guys. We're talking Stop about holidays. Stop burying the lead. Right. <laughs> it's not about him. It's about Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And Kevin McAllister. Nobody picked, yeah. nobody picked the Festivus poll for their holiday top three. <laughs> Mostly because we don't care about Seinfeld. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, you True. do. You What's, do. You do have historically good taste. Yeah. What's that say about you, Putty? Mm, I love, <laughs> love Putty. Go support the team. Did you change my presets? It's so stupid. Are these inside jokes? It's from Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. So basically, inside, inside jokes. jokes. The entire country watched Seinfeld. I watched Seinfeld. Mm. I don't remember anything from it, but I watched it. It was a show about nothing. What's the watch? Exactly. Right. Nothing so, happens. Right. So horror movies, dope, not dope, signs. Cabin in the Woods. These are the uh, only two movies on my list. Watch The Fly and The Fly 2. It's the fly, yeah, The Fly is good. Fly 2 was good, too. Like, it was really... I thought it was a touching scene when he has to kill his dog. Yeah. When he kills the dog, and then when he transports We're playing the Charlie Brown while you guys have this conversation. <laughs> Very Christmas-esque when he chloroforms. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Super Smashing Boys. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we hope to one day do a spinoff of just Zach and Nico talking about stuff. Called the Super Smashing Boys. Yeah. Uh, With that, let's jump out to a break. We'll come back and wrap this show up. Nerd Thug Radio. Can we please? Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick at irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are here to be part of the community. Thanks for checking out this production on Lone Star Community Radio. Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at irlonestar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at irlonestar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.